Coming up on today's show, we get close and intimate with Loading Docks. Anna Jackson's here to talk to us about that. Ever wondered who did the music for The Untouchables and Water Diviner? Maybe you didn't, but now you will. Uh, Ludovico Inaldi is with us, pianist and composer. And also, we get P. Roach by Jacoby Shaddix and the Papa Roach Boys. Keep it here, locked in on New Zealand Entertainment Podcast. God, it's so warm. It's warm here tonight in the studio here at New Zealand Entertainment Podcast. Uh, sitting next to me is no stranger to the microphone, Mr. Jared W. Tito. Whoa, with an introduction like that, it's got to be Tenakoi. I don't even know if your middle name is W, but mine is. Did you, did you say W? Yeah. yeah. Jared, w, w, not for Walter, and not for Willing. Widamu. But for um, <laughs> Waiata. Yeah. Um, Jared, good to have you on board here again. Uh, Action packed show today. We've got uh, first up, we have an interview with an Italian composer, uh, and he's also a pianist. He's put a few CDs out. Um, he looks a lot like Larry David for those of you who can't see his photo. But he's not Larry David, but he looks a heck of a lot like him. That's the co writer of Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's like the Italian stallion version of uh, that guy you just mentioned. Yeah, and he's Jewish. But we're not talking about Larry David. No, no, we're talking about uh, Ludovico Inaldi, who has to his credit Black Swan, the movie. Have you seen that, Natalie? I have Natalie Portman. Yeah. He wrote the music for that. Hey, speaking of Natalie Portman, have you seen Carrie Fisher lately, who was the original prince? Oh, I'm getting mixed up with Carrie Woodham. Who's Carrie Fisher? Carrie Fisher is the uh, original, you know, love interest for Han Solo. She's Princess Leia. Oh, oh, Fisher. Uh, no, what's her name? Uh, is that a name? Leia, Princess Leia. Prince, Princess Leia. We yeah. with the buns. Fisher, yeah. daughter of famous. Yeah, Fisher. no, she's um, obviously she's middle aged now, but she hasn't aged well. Uh, yeah, well, there's a few in Hollywood that are a bit like that, and, and a few around the streets of Mount Eden here that are, haven't aged that well. But there's a good kauri tree in Titarangi that's ageing really well. And the, some doofus is trying to cut it down to build a deck. Can you believe it? And some guys climbed up the tree to save it. God bless that man. Who's the biggest doofus? The tree the tree hugger or the guy building the deck? Yeah, I don't know. The deck building the deck. Um, but it's a 500-year-old kauri tree in Titarangi and the guy wants to cut it down to build a deck. What a dork. We are musing about Cody dieback. I think you meant Cody, right? Cody. Cody. Cody and a dick, not Cowrie. a not a dick, dick. Cowrie for those listeners that yeah. don't understand Cody, or man a cow like uh, the young farmer of the year does. Yeah. Um, we're off to talk to Ludovico Inaldi, and, and uh, we're going to ask him a few questions like, what was it like working with that Nimrod Russell Crowe on the Water Diviner? Because I think he did, he did the music for that. <laughs> I was going to say, is he discount? Um, <laughs> was did he on, was he on discount? I noticed, yeah, you know, because that film. It's a pure Australian, mate. I don't know where Russell got the funding for it. I wonder if he delved into his own back pocket. He could. He divined it. Water divined some money in a field. Bank divining. Um, we ask Ludovico the tough questions right now. We're going to do that right here, right now. Watching the world. Well, um, 
I like uh, the work of Thomas Newman. Music with uh, new textures of sounds is uh, also experimenting different uh, ideas. And also I like another one that is uh, called uh, Gustavo Santaolalla. He's from Argentina and he won a couple of Oscars also. Well, uh, no, I, of course I enjoyed the movie and uh, uh, of course it, the music uh, is uh, well uh, connected uh, in, in the film. Uh, it, it brings uh, together with the images uh, some uh, spectacular moments. New Zealand uh, and Australian, uh, I, don't, uh, I think he was born in New Zealand, Russell Crowe. I, I composed uh, part of uh, the music for his last movie, The Water Diviner. Uh, part of the music, I didn't compose all the, the score, but uh, he asked me to take care of the love uh, scenes. When you play in the most beautiful uh, venues uh, and uh, you have a great response uh, in the concerts uh, because it's a live response uh, and you are there together with the audience and you share all the moments of the concert and it's very unique uh, as an experience. Uh, so I really enjoy uh, performing live. The reward uh, is more with yourself in what uh, you achieve personally with your music uh, and this is something that uh, so you achieve something and then you want to uh, to continue to keep uh, rising the mountain. That was a real enlightening interview and uh, I'm amazed at his uh, his his catalog he's been involved with so much yeah yeah a few flicks in there and he's italian yeah yeah no, i know we have a bit of tr trouble translating some of the questions there for a second and his name doesn't start with the letter z or z Zafiro. <laughs> no it doesn't um if i say to you loading docks do you know what i'm talking about gerardo oh it takes me back to the days when i used to load the docks Loading docks, um, it, well, it is not, not a film festival, but it's a, all to do with, you know, short films. Loading docks, and docks is not the docks working on the docks at the at, near the wharf. You're talking documentary. Yeah, three-minute documentaries, to be precise. What the heck do they talk about in three minutes? Man, it's got to be jam-packed, eh, because 60 minutes is pretty short, the new standard. Yeah. Three minutes, I just want to be hit. At 100 miles an hour with three minutes of information. You couldn't even do a hold or fold review for that. <laughs> well, that's our hold and fold time, three minutes. That's a whole documentary right there. Yeah. Do you realise that in the time that we've been introducing this... There goes one documentary, there goes another one, there goes another one. Yeah, every three minutes, another documentary is screened. <laughs> Anna Jackson is a person we are talking to now about loading docks, and uh, I think you'll find it quite interesting. Jared and audience 
My ears are burning. I thought you were going to say they're pricked up. Yeah, I was going to say my eyes, but I can't see it. Um, it took me three minutes to get here for my ride from my place to the offices here to interview our next interviewee, shall we say, uh, in the hot chair. Her name is Anna Jackson. Hi, nice to, to talk to you today. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for coming in. Oh, thanks for letting me come in. Loading docks, tell us all about it. It's quite exciting. Uh, I, I could probably say it, but I'll probably fluff out the words. So give us a short synopsis of what Loading Docks is. Okay, so Loading Docks is a an initiative for online three-minute New Zealand documentaries. Um, we, Julia Parnell and I, launched the project last year um, with 10 amazing New Zealand three-minute documentaries. Um, the project is an initiative that's designed to um, whet the appetite, the audience appetite for documentary and show them um, the kind of wealth of talent that we have in New Zealand and share with them some amazing stories that they wouldn't get to see anywhere else. So the, the films are all available to watch and share for free online. Um, the reason that we've put them online for free is that we really want to build up an audience for documentary and showcase the talents of filmmakers. I, I liken it to like podcasting where it's like on the edge sort of fringe but people need to hear these stories and that's what I like about podcasting as well you have the freedom to be able to interview whoever maybe just tell a story a couple of the in interesting people you have on there. Yeah, well, we we have a selection process for loading docs, so we put out a call for proposals, and filmmakers submit to us, and um, we we look for filmmakers that have experience. So it's not like a kind of a filmmaking competition. We are actually targeting filmmakers that are experienced in looking to build their careers, and we see loading docs as a kind of stepping stone in their career. It's really challenging to make a three-minute film. It yeah. requires that you're a really masterful storyteller. Well, this guy looks interesting on your iPad, Tihei. Tihei Harawera um, is well known to people who go to the Otara markets. He uh, is a freestyle rapper, um, and you give him uh, a theme and he can rap about anything. He's, he's incredibly talented and he's got a great story. Absolutely a, a hugely well-loved character, and we need to know his story, and you need to know his story. Certainly somebody who brightens up the uh, morning here yeah, when you come here on, on, on Saturday mornings at uh, Otara. I love the guy, the wrestler guy, Wilberforce. He's like back in the community and somebody's like, hey, we need to make a film about this guy. There's a girl on there, 21-year-old with um, depression, was it? Uh, in psychiatric hospital. Yeah, well, um, Mary's story is, is really um, fascinating. She is a woman who was told that she would never amount to anything, kind of a, a Janet Frame type story. Um, she spent a lot of time... Um, uh, in, in psychiatric wards and care um, and I think uh, her story is something that probably a lot of people can relate to she was she was young she was in her 20s she was going through a hard time and she was was locked up we have to remember these are three minute 
uh, films and, and like you, you're talking about these people like they got a whole lifetime of story but you condense them down to three minutes is this like an, a new category worldwide doing three minute documentaries that had to make five minutes or six minute we did research before we launched the project and thought really long and hard about what would be the best duration um, because it certainly is challenging to tell a, a story in three minutes. Anna Jackson, thank you for loading docs. Thanks for talking to us about the short docos. Thank you. Hey, uh, I'm Scotty Pearson from Element OP, and this is the New Zealand Entertainment Podcast. Oh, it takes you back, doesn't it? it takes you back to the days of uh, Rachel, the Casio Tone, and three-minute documentaries. Uh, you know, it just makes you want to get out there and make a three-minute doco. It's a mental rape session, really. Um, it's just all these ideas bombarded. The interview is actually longer than the documentary. Isn't that astounding? Well, you think so. And also, what interesting to note, if they had made Fifty Shades of Grey into a three-minute film, how awesome would that have been? There would have been three minutes of bonking, but... Wayne <laughs> or fisting. Yeah. No, I thought we got rid of that word. <laughs> What's the rating on this show? Is it, is it changed... Has it got a got a few more digits in there? We can uh, we can quote and unquote, so we can get away with that without having to beep it out. AF, yeah, AF. Yeah. Um, Papa Roach were here um, just recently at the West Fest 2015 um, festival at Mount Smart Stadium. Did you get along to that, Jared? No, you're not. <clears throat> you're not so much of a headbanger, are you? Did you say paparazzi? No, what was it? Papa Roach, the band. Ah, oh, Papa Roach. He looks like a, a real wild man on this photo we're looking at. He does. He reminds me of that of that one of the other guys, um, Marilyn Manson. No, 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 the guy, um, Attic Insane, kind of, you know. Alma Fudd. Not Alma Fudd. The guy with the two, with the real snazzy oh, mohawk, two mohawks. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I know you, the Madden Brothers. No. 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 I go up, bro. Just draw me a cartoon of the guy. Um, <laughs> I'll think of it. Yeah, we're going to ask uh, Jacoby Shaddix. We talked to uh, Tobin, uh, Jerry, and Jacoby from the band Papa Roach. And, uh, well, check it out for yourself. Here they are. All right. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Suffocation. No breathing. Don't give a fuck if I cut my arm. Hey, welcome guys to New Zealand. That's a good man. That's very cool. Good. You guys got a new album out that's come out this year called Fear. Um, you guys have previously had eight albums before that. There's always a complacency where you put out so many albums. You know, to sort of think, well, we just have to put one out for the record company. But I know you guys aren't like that. But uh, Jacoby, I heard the name of the record album came from you writing the the word. You had some papers up and around you write the word fear yeah I was I had a good idea I was like I'm gonna put all this butcher paper on the wall and write all my creative ideas and the only thing I wrote on that thing was fear <laughs> and it just stuck and it just yeah I mean I kept trying to find a track on the record that would you know fit face everything and rise and I remember I tried it like every song the guys wrote try to put that lyric in try to put that lyric in it just yeah. felt like that was kind of the theme of the record and uh, finally eventually there was a track that came around that really just fit it fit the vibe fit the energy and uh, it's a fun track, it's banging, and uh, essentially the theme of the record in itself. Is it, uh, Jerry, for you, is it a, 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 an album that you're proud of? Like with, I mean, you're a guitarist. I mean, I love the record. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's, a, lot, there's a lot of uh, different, you know, musical styles, um, a lot of riffing, yeah. a lot of, uh, J- Jacoby 
killed it on the record. You know, the, the, the vocals, like the lyrics and the vocals are amazing. And, and uh, there's one song in particular called Gravity that when I heard the, the chorus melody, it just like, it seemed, the song just seemed to soar right then. And it was just one of those moments that, yeah. you know, you hope that you get on uh, in the recording process. We wrote the track in Vegas and, you know, it came time that I'm like, man, I suck some lyrics in here. I just don't really, just a little too far. You know what I'm saying? And so there's a couple things that I pulled out of the track that I just wasn't willing to put into the music, you know? So got done with the track and played it for the wife and she was just like, the fuck? Like, you always just gotta, really? And I'm like, yeah, really? <laughs> it happened. You know what I'm saying? And so we just, we put the put our brokenness in that music and, you know, it's always been a way to really like connect us with our fans is the more, I guess, vulnerable and brutally honest I am with the lyrics, it's just that other hook that we put in, you know, because it's like the band's writing this super inspiring music. It's like, I'm trying to like write at that level with my band. And so I feel that when I get to that space where that honesty is just shining, that's when we connect most deeply. There's strength in it too, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, essentially it's like, you know, every time that I find myself just losing my grip, she's that person in my life, she's that rock. There was a quote okay. about you saying that one day you'd like to buy a big house. I got a big house. You got a big house really? <laughs> the quote's quite old. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know how reliable it is too. But it wasn't all about the the bling bling stuff. It was more like about you know one day when it's all over this, the band, the career, music, and that, that you just want to just be kicking it. Yeah, I mean you know it's like it's always been about the music and about this thing that we do, this getting on stage and ripping it and connecting with audiences. I think we've seen it over the course of the years. So many fans have come to our shows and said, hey, your music saved my life, your band saved my life, this song saved my life. And uh, for us, that's an honor, you know, to know that we've given something to the world and to people that they can connect with and feel part of. And, you know, it's like all that other stuff, it's like you don't take it with you when you die. We wrote it on the first record. We put out a CD in 1997, and uh, there's a Spanish intro, and essentially it says, you know, even the dumbasses know it's good to have money, but the smart people know that you can't take it with you when you die. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, we just want to leave a mark on this earth or like we did something good. You know, and through our music, I feel that we're doing that. Cool, cool. Um, but I do have a kick-ass house. You do? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm totally blessed in that regard. You know right, what I'm we're saying? We're going to look it up on Google it. Earth. We're going to check it out. Yeah, check me out, dude. I'm in the degree. backyard bathing nude. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, I think that's about it for today. Uh, you've been P-Roached by Papa Roach, of course, from the boys. Uh, Jerry, Jacoby, and Topanite. That's right. Awesome. Well, this is my last resort. The last resort? You, your last holiday or your last interview? Just quoting a bit of P. Roach there for you, bro. Are you on Tinder? No. You are, I can see. Oh, oh yeah, I am. But uh, it's not really Tinder because I'm actually talking to someone, which doesn't count. If I think to be truly on Tinder is to be searching. But when you're talking to someone for a while, it's, it's Tinder, but it's not. It's not searching Tinder, it's, it's, it's media. Oh, so it's Tinder casting. Yeah. Uh, nice, Jared. Nice little escape out of your little foxhole there uh, you created. I've got to do something while you're doing these interviews. Well, I've got to keep myself entertained.
fair enough. Um, we're going out now, so we're going out like this because it's me and Jared. We're about to say hiira uh, for another episode of New Zealand Entertainment Podcast. Hiira. And uh, don't forget, if you like this podcast, check it out other podcasts on Jared. And while podcast dot co dot nz. That's it. You got it a one entertainment. You'll get there. NZ <laughs> New Zealand Entertainment Podcast. Yeah, and it's something else as well. NZ. No, the big umbrella. Oh. Oh, media. Oh, Global Voice Media. Yes, yeah. brought to you by yeah. Global Voice Media. Yes, we forgot to do, we forgot there. There, nice, Jared. Nice little little tie-in. Got to get the global. Took us a while there. Global Voice. A huge, gigantic, pregnant pause as well. Followed that. Um, just, go just edited that out, eh? Sweet as bro. Yeah. We're going to go out with uh, Ophelia, and their latest single is called Play With Me. Um, have a great time. Have a good week, whatever you're doing, whether you're at school, whether you're jogging, whether you're babysitting. Or look, bring it. Looking after the neighbor's monkey. All right. Waxing with you. See you later. See you, people. Boop, boop, boom. Well, this could be some kind of thrill. We were young ones, and we'll be young till we're We'll throw your clothes all out, run and jump, it's freezing. All I can see is you, and you can see me peeking. And we don't blush, no, we don't even falter. This is what I want, yeah. This is so my shelter.